So, big announcement from the Ford government today when it comes to recycling in your blue box. Ontario plans to make product manufacturers responsible for the province's blue, blo- blue box recycling program by 2025. The Environment Minister, Jeff Urich, says the program, which is currently run by municipalities, will be transitioned in phases starting in 2023. Have a listen to what Minister Urich uh, had to say today. We announced today after reviewing uh, uh, Mr. Lindsay's report and the 18,000 responses we received over uh, the last few months with regards to recycling that we will be moving forward uh, on shifting the responsibility of the cost of the recycling programs in the province to the producers who are creating the waste. Uh, that work will start now and uh, the first uh, rollout and change will happen on January 1st, 2023. Uh, after we take the next few years to uh, work out the regulations and put in place a system uh, that will transition without affecting people at their homes. Environment Minister Jeff Urich, and this move is supposed to get industry to change how they package their products and also cut down on waste, most of of which, of course, uh, ends up in uh, landfills. Joanne St. Goddard is with the Recycling Council of Ontario and joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Joanne, good afternoon. Thanks so much for your time. Good afternoon. All right. First off, uh, just give us your take, if you could, after hearing this announcement uh, from the Ontario government today. Do you think that this uh, shift, is it truly going to incentivize business to change the way they do business, the way they uh, package their products? Yeah, I think that's part of the intent for sure. We're very pleased to see that the province is going to move forward with this. Um, It's been a cost-shared model with taxpayers and municipalities for some time. Um, And under the cost-shared model, there's certainly less incentive for the producers that you know, are the actor in this supply chain that has the most influence on the package design and its recyclability. So the thought process is, and it has proven in other jurisdictions and with other programs we have here in Ontario, that transitioning the full cost uh, um, not only may be the incentive we need to see better and different packaging, but it may actually mean that for certain we're going to get a new injection of uh, investment in to, to uh, expand and improve the recycling system we hear, we have here in Ontario. Well, earlier this year there was a discussion paper that estimated this move could save municipalities more than $125 million a year. Uh, so do you think that this is about bettering the environment or is this about governments uh, bettering their bottom lines? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, municipalities are, are um, you know, have done a phenomenal job of uh, managing all kinds of waste streams, in particular the Blue Box Packaging Program, for decades. Um, and they do it under taxpayers' dollars, but they don't have a lot of influence on what comes their way. So what gets put onto the marketplace, they struggle within their program confines, financial and others. To, uh, to do the best that they can to ensure that most packaging is recyclable, but they're, they're not the ones that make the packaging decisions. Um, so, yes, will this mean that this, this, this burden, this financial burden, gets lifted from taxpayers of Ontario? No question. Uh, but it also assigns responsibility to, as I say, um, those that are selling products and packaging into the marketplace who have the most influence, and we hope, that by taking on that cost, they look at the recyclability of their packaging um, and at the very least, um, you know, are part of the financial contributors to improving the system so that more can, uh, can be collected and uh, we, can, we can improve recycling right here in Ontario. Okay, lift the burden off the taxpayer, but is that only temporary? Because uh, I know there are some critics and there's some fear that uh, with the shift, this uh, transition, that uh, these businesses, uh, they're not, not going to just absorb these costs. They'll just pass them on to the uh, end consumer in the price of the product. Are we going to see prices rise? 
Well, I mean, it's difficult to say, um, and I think that may be true. This is a cost of doing business. So just like other costs of putting, uh, bringing a product or a package onto the marketplace, this will now be something that the producer will need to manage. And, you know, how that affects the price of any product is, remains to be seen, but it, it's certainly the choice of the producer if, if, they, if they choose to do that. But at the very least, um, you know, they'll be doing it in a competitive atmosphere where, where they'll, you know, be, be uh, very incentive to look at uh, the system cost. And it goes right back to my comment about let's choose something that is least um, costly to manage in the blue box. So it may mean a shift to the package. It may mean a shift to the system itself. They're going to be incented to keep those costs low so that they can still stay competitive as they offer, uh, um, you know, competitive pricing uh, on their products in the marketplace. Yeah, Joanne, let me ask you, because I've also seen some uh, talk since this announcement today, that if government truly wanted to, to make uh, this happen, to reduce waste, to better the uh, environment, that it would be uh, much better and more effective just to bring in new regulations and a new set of uh, standards. Uh, what, what's your response to that? Yeah, I think that's part and parcel of what they're doing with this initial move to wind up the existing program and the existing structure that supports the program and moving this 50% cost-shared model to 100% cost-share. This is the first step that really actually binds the government or, uh, you know, the next step to this is, in fact, a new regulation. So that's, uh, that's in fact, what they're intending to do. And the, and the first step in that process is this wind-up letter that they've, that they've issued. So, in fact, they have committed to new regulation. All right. In your estimation, uh, what do you think would be the biggest catalyst for change when it comes to uh, all of this uh, packaging and single-use of plastics and such? Uh, is it producers, like uh, we're seeing the shift uh, shouldering more of the responsibility? Is it regulation, like we just mentioned? Or do you think it's just something that uh, the public uh, needs to be passionate about and force change? Yeah, and I think I'll start with your last option first. I mean, the the, the consumer and the resident is already passionate. Uh, we've seen a lot of attention being paid over this last year, year and a half, on on plastics in particular and how it's clogging our waterways and getting into our oceans and part of our parks and litter. Um, and that's not something that the public wants to see. And they already are passionate. The Participation levels in the blue box historically have been phenomenal. 95% of Ontario's population readily and consistently participates in their blue box. So they've already demonstrated that they care about this. They are now voting with their dollars when they go into uh, into a, a, a supermarket or a retailer. They are looking for environmentally preferred, sound, recyclable products. And, and they, they, there's, there's lots of data to show that, that that's what consumers care about. So, you, you know, I, I, this is absolutely, you know, something that consumers are demanding. Um, and I think, you know, to, to the other points you've made, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a regulatory approach that's needed to make sure that all producers are being responsible, that it's not just a couple of leaders that are prepared to accept responsibility and therefore make investments. The regulation is needed as a backstop to make sure that uh, all producers are, are participating, to make sure it's fair and competitive, and, and, and that's why we need regulation. Yeah, Joanne, is there any fear? I mean, you mentioned that uh, consumers are passionate, and I think they're getting more and more passionate about uh, this, uh, you know, as they get educated and the, the days and weeks that go on, and we're now seeing this uh, shift by the government to uh, producers shouldering more of the responsibility. Should there be uh, any concern that the third party here, the, the government, which is, again, going to save, uh, you know, $125 million a year with this move and is shifting responsibility that they're kind of, 
I don't know, washing their hands of uh, the responsibility of uh, recycling and playing less of a role when maybe they should be playing more? No, I mean, I, I think we want to be clear that, that right now it's the municipalities that are paying for the 50, other 50 cents on the dollar. It is, it, they've been shouldering the lion's share of the cost of the Blue Box program for decades. And it's only since 2002, in fact, um, uh, only about the last decade and a bit where they've been, they've been um, provided with half of the cost by the producers. So the cost savings is going to be for municipal government, not the provincial government. And I think the provincial government is doing exactly what it's been asked to do and exactly what its role is, which is introduce provincially based regulations that um, that that will have uh, support for a, a provincial-wide system and again to bring all of the producers uh, um, to the table as it relates to their responsibilities so the, the province here is doing exactly what what it's meant to be doing and that is making it consistent and province-wide just finally we'll get you out on this question uh, this is a five-year transition uh, 2025 is the uh, target date for it to, to be uh, complete and the details as it stands right now anyways uh, aren't exactly clear it seems uh, Joanne and I know the government has said that there will be ongoing consultations uh, should there be any fear that uh, our recycling is going to get worse before it gets better if indeed it ever does get better hard to say. I mean, even before this announcement at a provincial level, there were, uh, you know, a lot of the material that we were sending overseas for recycling, those, those markets have shut down to us now. And so we've quickly had to scramble over the last year and a half to find replacement markets and municipalities and other private uh, recyclers have been doing just that. Um, uh, so, you know, in, in a way, um, you know, we've probably hit rock bottom as it relates to to, to finding recycling markets, we really are now tooling up to try to uh, to try to um, uh, replace those uh, those options that we had previously. Um, but I think you know your point is well made. I think part of what the producers uh, when they shoulder the costs, they're going to want to look at how their package actually is performing in the blue box. Is it getting collected to its maximums? Uh, is it is there um, easy low cost recycling available to them? And as they shoulder that cost. So it's exactly what they're going to be paying attention to. So, uh, so, so I don't think necessarily that we're going to, to see recycling get worse. But I think you might see some ground truthing of, of, of some of the recycling activities that we've been getting used to. And hopefully what that means is, you know, better choices for consumers at the end. All right. I have to leave it there for now. Joanne, really appreciate the time and your perspective. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me.